going on with everybody today? This is Keith Sweat. Hopefully y'all out there warm. It's been like fucking 15 degrees all day here in Cincinnati. I ain't, I ain't feeling that last night. It got down to fucking 8 degrees. I'm not with this winter shit at all. I was kind of looking forward to it. We got that first snow. And the motherfucking temperature plummeted. I was like, hell no. Nah. I'm cool. Cool on this shit. But hopefully everybody out there you warm. Your AC, well not your AC, but your heat is kicking. If your, your heat ain't kicking, hopefully you at least got you a space heater. And if you don't got that, then damn, hopefully you at least you got layers of clothes on. Three, four pairs of socks, four shirts, three pairs of pants, pair of fucking thermals. You gotta do what you gotta do. It's warm out. It's gotta be warm. It's cold out here. Frigid ass cold. But man, you know, I want to talk about the shit that's been on my mind today. Over the past few days, actually. It's just the, the the new school versus the old school. Yeah. New school versus the old school. I want to know what everybody think about it because a lot of the old school cats, man, they hate the new school shit. And then we got a lot of the new school cats, they don't they hate the old school shit. And you know, I look at hip hop in is in like <clears throat> maybe three or four different spans. You got the eighties, the pre rock him era, when everybody was on the hubba hubba route when it really wasn't too much with the lyrics, it was basically just riding the beat and just getting Getting the message out there and not being too lyrical. Then we got the Rock Him era, which I would say was from the late 80s to maybe late 90s, 2000-ish, 2005-ish, when you know this shit started dying out, and and it was just all about just raw lyrics. It really wasn't that swag shit. It really wasn't the Soldier Boy tell him shit. It really just wasn't the the, the auto tune. We didn't have any of that electronic shit. Back then, it was just mostly just raw lyrics in that time frame. There were still people who lived outside that norm, but, you know, it was still, it was mostly lyrics. And then we got the, the 2005 to mid, I'd say about 2012, when there was really no bars in the game at all. It was just dominated by Southern rap. And it wasn't, it wasn't just Southern rap, it was mostly just Atlanta. Atlanta rap was dominating the game right at that time. And you had cats with bars, but most of it was just literally just dance tracks, club hits. And that shit to me, hip-hop died. Hip-hop died to me. But the one good thing about that time frame is we had Wang. Which, it brings up another part in that, that genre, or that, that, that era, when it was the mixtape. Mixtapes was dead. I mean, the only motherfucker that was really booming on mixtapes... Outside of they, they outside of their home city for real was Jeezy. Jeezy was bumping, was doing his thing on the mixtape. But then when Wayne got a hold of it, God damn, like we seen what he did. He might not have been the strongest rapper, period, when it comes to albums. He probably is one of the weakest when it comes to just all-out albums. But when it comes to mixtapes, man, can't nobody deny the flavor that Wayne was just laying down on everything. He was just bodying, bodying every track and you know we got dudes that came out of that era we got the yo Gotti. like yo Gotti to me in my opinion next to wayne probably the best mixtape rapper because he did the mixtape circuit for so long and then he jumped into the mainstream game and it sucked to see him go but if you're gonna go from from the street game to the to the to the main game jeezy i mean not jeezy but Gotti did it right and I'm happy for him to see him make that transition, and I hope he just keeps getting better and better and better. I'm always be a Gotti fan. But then after that, after the mixtape era, we got the current era that we in now, which is, I mean, hardly no bars. 
I mean, bars are coming back into the game. We got Kendrick Lamar and and J. Cole, who I'm not a fan of, but he does rap. Um, who else we got? Isaiah Rashad, another hot dude. I mean, just TDE in general is just, they just got just bars for days. And we we got them, and they're competing against, you know, guys like Lil Uzi, you know, fucking 21 Savage, which ain't nothing wrong with these cats. I get down with all of them, but... One thing that all these generations and eras are showing that there are multiple different lanes in the game. And we got to appreciate and love all under the branch of hip-hop. That's how I look at it. But, you know, I'm running out of time on this thing. Sucks. I only get five minutes. But um, I'm going to be back here in a second. I'm going to uh, run through, do a few things, and give me a little bit. And I'm going to go ahead and get this segment together. All right, everybody. I told y'all I'll be back today. It's Keith. We're going to stay unfiltered. The first thing we're going to talk about is the 80s. The Hubba Hubba Rap era, as I like to call it. Which ain't nothing wrong with it, man. It's the foundation that that built the culture to what it was. If it wasn't for these cats, if it wasn't for the Grandmaster Flash, you know, if it wasn't for African Bombada, if it wasn't for Cool Hurt, if it wasn't for Curtis Blow, you know, if it wasn't for none of those dudes back in the day, if it wasn't for Public Enemy, we wouldn't have nothing to stand on. You know, if it wasn't for Run DMC, even if it wasn't for Aerosmith, man, for what they did with the with the with the rock with the run this way, man, they they showed that the game of hip hop not one dimensional, and that's one of the things I really want to get into is just the dimensions of the game, man. There was back then it was it really wasn't much, man. I mean, there was a lot of rappers going on because hip hop was big, it was booming, you know, the, the flashy colors back then, the dancing, everybody everybody wanted to be a part of it. It had that club vibe. But it also kept the message of the streets, which is something that, I mean, raps always had the essence of the streets, but the passion that they had in it back then was just hungry because they, man, they wanted to elevate out of that shit. And that is why, to me, it might not be an era that I listen to. I really don't listen to the 80s at all. Every now and then I might be into the mood. I listen to it rarely. But... Man, they, they got to get their props. And the new school cats, 100%, need to respect the game. Even if they don't like it, they got to respect it. Because if these cats didn't do what they did, we wouldn't have nothing to stand on. So, man, shout outs to all the old old school rappers, man. Shout outs to all the b-boys. Shout out to all the graffiti artists. Shout outs to, to everybody out there that was involved in the culture back then when it was popping in the late 70s. You know, when the shit first started. And anybody listening who ain't seen The Get Down on Netflix, you really need to go check that out. It, I was surprised by how good it was. I expected it to be corny. I didn't expect it to be nearly as good as it was. And everybody, if you're a fan of the culture, if you love the culture, you should just go and check that shit out. Just to see, to see it just come. To see it grow in the middle of disco and watch the disco era slowly fade out. I think that they canceled the show, unfortunately, which I feel is bullshit. People should have fucking got on the fucking board with it. I binge watched the whole show in maybe like shit, three days. And I couldn't I couldn't turn the shit off. But anybody who ain't seen the show, the get down, at least go check that shit out. The man Shaolin fantastic. Is is a beast man. Oh another thing man. Scratching. Homie. Like the DJs DJs don't get their props. 
really even nowadays DJs don't get their props. DJ got the props back in the day because the DJ was the main focus of the game. The DJ was the was the beat maker. Man, just watching these men just listening to music like fucking mad scientists finding loops and scratching and cutting and mixing. Man, that that to me, man, that's that's a fascinating thing and that's something that the game needs to get back, man. We need we need DJ battles back, man, because I mean that's one of the purest things of it, especially if you got a man cutting and mixing records. To see somebody do that, man, that's just like watching, man. It's just like watching a motherfucking wizard, man. It's like Gandalf up there doing some shit, man. But, you know, that's the first segment, man. We're talking about hip-hop, man. Just in, in general, just the different layers of it, the errors of it, the dimensions of it. It's just so many. And we're going to get into some rappers, too. You know, I don't really know many rappers in the 80s era. Anybody out there listening, if they got something they want to say or that I missed on, just go ahead and just give me a call, because I, I need some recommendations on some old 80s rappers to listen to myself, man, so I could become more versed in the game. I had a homeboy that I worked with called me a professor of the game. You know, I felt honored that he called me that, but I need to get my professor game up, and I need to brush myself up on the, on the fundamentals, on the foundation of the 80s. But, you know, we're going to get back at it. The next era is going to be the, the Rock Him era, the Bars, the Golden era, hands down. My favorite era birthed a lot. A lot of my favorite rappers, man, that's probably going to take me like four seconds to do. But everybody, you know, I'm, I'm going to do a couple things. I'm a busy man today. You all know me. I'm Keith Sweat. I'm always about trying to get that money. So everybody just tune back in, and I'm going to be back. <coughs> I'm sorry, Anchor. I'm sorry. Anchor, I'm so sorry. Y'all just caught me at a moment of weakness. I apologize. It never happened again. It never happened again. THC grabbed a hold of them. But uh, we about to get into my favorite, the golden era. It needs no introduction. Birthed, hands down, a lot of the greatest er rappers ever in the game to ever do it. And both of these cats will never be, never be surpassed. We got, we're going to start with Rock Kim. I mean, he changed the way everybody rapped. It went from the hubba hubba to just... Lyrics and flowing and delivery. He brought delivery to the game. And that's why as a kid, I could never understood why people said Rakim the best. Rakim's the best. Rakim's the best as a kid. I'm like, yo, man, like his his flow to me as a kid was kind of basic. You know, I really didn't understand what was going on. It wasn't as it wasn't as braggadocious and it wasn't as the bars weren't as hard as some of the, the younger cats coming up, but he introduced delivery. If it wasn't for him doing that, we probably probably never we we would have excelled past the Hubba Hubba era, but we would have never known how long. So everybody got to give Rakim his props for that as the god MC that they gave him that name that he is. Because after him, all rappers will be judged by the the the, the, the format that he brought delivery. If that would have never happened, man, the rapper scale that we judge rappers by would never even exist but then after him one of the next best to come is Nas and I've been thinking about Nas for the past couple of days because I got a couple homeboys a couple Caucasian homeboys who said they respect Nas he's a beast but some of his music is so pro-black it's hard for them to just jump on and I, I respect that I get that 100% because a lot of his shit if you listen to it Nas don't really cater to anybody except you know his lane and I respect him for that but Nas's bars on the album Illmatic and even shit the albums after that Nas has always been a dude lyrically who can destroy anything put in front of him 
sometimes he get caught in sticking in the same rhyme pattern. But you know, that's him. That's cool. But I mean, he's delivered arguably the best album of all time, in my opinion. Well, not, it's not my personal favorite best, but when a motherfucker says that Illmatic is the best album ever made, I'm not going to argue that shit because they got all the right in the world to say that, and it is. When I fucking first heard that album, I couldn't believe it. I, I couldn't believe how good that album was. And then at the age that he delivered it, I think he was only like 19 years old when he delivered that album, and that shit was that raw. A kid delivering something that raw. Man, that was... That was that was New York in its, in its prime. It's not in its prime, but its, its essence, bro. Like the hunger, the streets. Like, whew, boy, nothing will probably ever surpass that album. Oh, to the critics, and I have no quarrel with them for that because shit, you know, it's it's the truth. Then we got who else? Man, there's so many good rappers in that era. Um, I'm, I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to to to, to Bone Thugs and Harmony, who I'm not a big fan of. Not a big fan of. I'm not gonna lie about that. I get a lot of shit for not being a big fan of Bone Thugs and Harmony, and I'm from Ohio. But I respect what they did with the game, which nobody has ever done. No other motherfucking rappers have been able to rap and then harmonize like that. Like these motherfuckers was a hard ass church choir. Like, man, I don't know these motherfuckers. Like, yo, we scrapped up. We we'll beat your ass, and then right before, right after that, we gonna sing over your body like a damn church choir. You know what I'm saying? But I don't get it, man. But they had it, man, and they each one of them had a different style. Which was the shit. They could they 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 delivered, man. They weren't maybe all around the best lyricists to kill the shit, but the way that they delivery, which Rock him brought to the game, and they had raps, man, and the way they just brought it was just mm, nasty. And um what else? What else what what else did the nineties give us, man? Um, Tupac, who as a kid, honestly, wasn't big um it took me a while to respect the game of Tupac because he was more of a political, political rapper with a with a poetic message. Then you know, there's nobody else that's ever really done that. So I respect that. Now he might not have been the best bar for bar. He might not have been, you know, bar for bar as good as Biggie, who I'm gonna get to shortly. He might not have been bar for bar as good as him. But Tupac, Tupac spoke to a motherfucking spirit. You know, and that was. Something that nobody else in the game since then has ever been able to do, except Kendrick, but we'll get to him. Alright man, I ran out of time when I was uh talking about Tupac, but let me get back back in back into pop, you know. He might not have been lyrically bar for bar as you know what Biggie was. You know, and I don't always stand by that. I would never go against that. But like I said, Tupac talk to your soul. Which no other rapper has done since, besides Kendrick Lamar. But I'm gonna get to Kendrick Lamar later. And who else we got from the '90s? Um, let's just go ahead and just jump into Biggie. I mean, God, man, like whenever I just hear the name Notorious B.I.G. Biggie Smalls, bro, I get so happy because that man he put pressure on. He would probably he would still be flexing on rappers. I think, I think he'd still be probably the coldest dude out, even in his age group. He would probably be the coldest cat, cause Biggie's got bars from back then that we just listening, we still listening to. Like, bruh, what the fuck, man? Why, bruh, bruh, what the fuck, man? And he was so charismatic and the swag and the big papa, the the baby baby, man. He just had it, man. Biggie, 
Biggie had it all, bro. And it just sucked that the span of his life was so short. And his career was so short that we didn't even get to see all that out of him. We consider him the greatest. And this man only had, what, three albums? Three albums. And we consider him one of the greatest. The motherfuckers say Biggie Smalls is the best. I would never argue with that. If a motherfucker say Andre 3000 is one of the best, I would never argue that, which we going to segue into the next rapper. Andre's three stacks, man. Three stacks in the 90s. He had that weird old flow. He was, nah, he, he was an alien, man, and the way they portrayed, the way they portrayed him and Big Boy, who also in the 90s was a monster, shit, been a monster through their whole career. The way they portrayed them on those covers of, as the pimp and the, and the alien and the weird dude, it just worked out, and then man, just the the, the elevators, AT aliens, man, just man, bars, bars, DMX, who was just raw, raw as hell, a style that I don't think we'll ever see ever again. It was just unique, 100%. Him, just gritty as hell, with a hunger in my man's voice. It's just, it's never been duplicated. I mean, you can't copy that. You can never, you can't bring that back. It was just, you had to, you had to be there to witness it. That, that's, you know, you had to be there to witness DMX. And then, we're going to also talk about my favorite rapper of all time, Jay-Z. With whom I'm still bumping with, and in my opinion, in his age range, I don't think any of those other rappers are, are even in his league. Eminem has fallen off a lot. I still love Shady. I'm gonna always love Eminem, but he's not lyrically what he was back in the day. Back in the day, I think lyrically Shady was better than than, than Jay Z. He, whew, the Marshall Mathers LP, the Slim Shady LP. I mean, and this is all coming from the same era. They, I mean, it was just too much. It was just I don't think rappers could. The rappers now couldn't compete with that. I mean, the only rapper that I think that could survive. As you know, I ain't gonna get into that. That's gonna be another day. That's gonna be a whole motherfucking different segment. We're gonna talk about that. But um, what's some other rappers from that game? That 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 era when it was bars. Actually, man, shit, I'm, I need to just go ahead and segue out of that one. But uh, let me let me let me let me end it with Kanye. 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 And I know a lot of people might not agree with that, and that's cool. But in my opinion, Kanye West, for one, changed the game in more ways than anybody ever. I'm going to probably do a segment on Kanye, on my thoughts of Kanye. You know, I know a lot of people aren't going to agree with that, but we can all talk about it. I mean, that's the beautiful thing about Anchor. We can all just, you know, just just, just play within the community and talk to each other and feel how we feel. But um, Kanye West, man, the college dropout was one of my, my favorite albums. For the longest period of time, something came eventually that surpassed that, and I'm eventually getting into that. But College Dropout, to me, my favorite album. And the way the man was just rapping, he might not have been bar for bar, you know, a Biggie or a Jay-Z or Eminem, but he was rapping consistently with some positive vibe, positive vibe, this positive feel to his music, man. It was just something different, man. But, man, who else? Even 50. 50 Cent, Curtis Jackson, another savage. Okay, now, we're going to get into goddamn the death of hip-hop, but also the rebirth of hip-hop, the air that I fucking hate talking about. I'm pretty sure you can hear my fucking voice, how much I hate it. The fucking 
Soldier Boy Talent Club Rock era. Oh my God, it was just awful. It was just dominated by bad, terrible, shitty rap. That's it. That's it. Bad, shitty rap. And it say it said it's terrible to say a lot of it was coming out of Atlanta because of the mainstream machine. Most of it was coming out of Atlanta because of the mainstream stream. That the main stream machine, and it was just awful. Like oh god, everything was just club banger. The radio was the radio was awful. The radio was been been bad for a fucking long time before that. But god, when that era hit, it was just oh god, it was terrible. Like, and we still suffer from it. We're still suffering from it. I mean, it's a, it left a stain forever that'll never be washed away. But with it, you know, we got some, we got some positive things out of it. But on the other side of that era, we got an era that I'm, I'm happy about, and I know a lot of other people were happy about. Was well, not an era, just another dimension. Is um, the mixtape game, man, the mixtape game. Lil Wayne, who in the mixtape king, he brought the mixtape circuit back. Like, like I said, man, his his albums may not have been the best, may not have strongest showing on his on his you know albums, which I feel he didn't. I will always stand by that. The Carter Two is my favorite. Really wasn't a big fan of the Carter One, Carter Three, mm, Carter Four, no. But um, mixtape game, no. The Leak series, the Drought series. The dedication series, man, he just bodied everything. If you came out with a song, Wayne was coming out with a remix, and you know your your shit was over. He gonna come out with that shit, and then you can't come out with nothing else. So, if you came out with a hard beat, your beat was getting destroyed. He was just in that zone, and it's sad that it ended. Like I was telling my homeboys when we was all rocking with him, I'm like, look, y'all. This shit ain't gonna last forever, man. He probably got like a year or two left of this, and it's over, it's over, it's over. And they were like, nah, man, he's got it, he's got it. I'm like, okay. But then he went to prison, came back. Wasn't the same way as he at, you know? And he's, he's, him trying to get it back now. I respect the grind, and hopefully he does capture that shit. I think he can. But I'm going I'm to I'm I'm always be a fan of Weezy. I've been listening to Wayne since I was in like 6th grade. I was maybe like 11, 12 years old. So I've been listening to Wayne for 20 years. So I'm always fucking rocking with Lil Wayne. So I'm gonna think, I think he's going to bounce back. Another great mixtape rapper that I said before, Yo Gotti. Yo Gotti was the, in my opinion, the mixtape king. Just goodness gracious. That cocaine mercy. Man. I was, everybody was rocking with Gotti, man. If you wasn't fucking with Gotti, something was wrong with you, man. And we seeing Gotti going to the mainstream game now. And it sucks to see him go as a fan of the mixtape. But he did it, man. He ran the mixtape for like five years after Wayne kind of fell off a little bit. And he did his thing. He dominated the fucking mixtape game. So, I mean, fucking shouts out to Gotti, man. He killed that shit. And the mixtape circuit was just, it showed that it's another way for rappers to eat, you know, and it, that shit kind of kicked off the independent, the uh, 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 dimension that rappers are starting to go into now, man. Rappers should have been going independent, and I understand them people going to the machine because you get that money back from you, but, man, now we're starting to see rappers blow up independent, and we it, it started off this, off this mixtape, man. Drake was another dude who came into the mixtape game 
and was whew, he slaughtered it. Drake slaughtered the mixtape game when he got into it, man. And he's he 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 I right still, you know, he ain't his he ain't his he ain't his, he, he getting it back. Right? I ain't gonna say he's as fresh as he was, but you know he getting it back and I fuck with Drizzy. So man, we got a lot of a lot of shit that kicked off in that in that era that kicked us into the next era, which you know, it's got it's got hip hop divided and I love it. And I'm a I'm a I'm a really, really, really get into this one because I want to see what everybody else is thinking about this one. So everybody just give me a little bit and I'll be right back. Alright everybody, we done loaded this hip hop time machine out. But we done got to where we are now. And now hip hop's divided. But in a good way in my opinion. In a really good way, man. We got the uh we got the mumble rappers, we got the twenty one savages, we got the little yachtis, we got the Migos, we got the who else some other whack mumble rappers. Actually, you know, I ain't gonna call them whack, you know, because they all they all got their own link. And I'm not gonna take that from them. They might not be, like I said, bar for bar the best, but bar for bar, you don't gotta be the best bar for bar because Jadakiss is you know one of the best ever bar for bar. You know, Fabulous is one of the best ever bar for bar. Cassidy might not have had one of the strong any of the strong album, but when it comes to just freestyle and just rapping, in one of my opinions, he's the best ever bar for bar. But there's different ways to judge rappers, so we can't just judge rappers just off that one criteria. But um, on the other end of that, we got the the, the rebirth of conscious rap, which I'm 100% fucking with. Kendrick Lamar, who is, in my opinion, well, he shit, in my opinion, yeah, hands down, he is the best rapper out in, right now, and possibly one of the best rappers ever. He's, Jay-Z is my favorite, Kendrick Lamar is up there number two, in my opinion, you know, but we can get into that, you know, if somebody want to call in and we can do, we can bait that, that's what one thing about the platform that we can do, we can use it however we want, talk about what we want, how we want, but, um, we got Schoolboy Q. Just TDE in general is just fire. Just every rapper in that camp is just in their own right monsters. None of them should be slept on. None of those cats should be slept on. J. Cole, another dude who can rap, who I'm not a fan of. I will take that shit all the way. I'm not a J. Cole fan. I respect this game. I respect his positivity. But as a producer and as a rapper... I just don't like what he does with the music, but that's just my opinion. You know, everybody, everybody already knows the saying. You know, opinion like assholes. Everybody got for it. But um, with some other hot rappers out right now, shit, Logic, Logic is cold. Logic is a, pfft. Logic is one of the sickest rappers out. Sickest rappers out. And it, honestly, in my opinion, one of the coldest to do it. Just the positivity that he puts out and, and the energy that he delivers on every project that he does. Logic is still slept on as big as he is. He's still slept on. Shit, we got Wale, another cat who slept on. It's just a lot of it's a lot of it's a lot of shit going on in hip hop right now, and it's and it's good, you know. And we got the we got Future, who some people don't fuck with, and I don't blame him, you know. Future, he might he don't really got bars, per se, but man, he the energy. And there's the delivery and the way that he brings what he brings to the table, bro. I I fuck with Future, 100%, man. And it's funny. I never expected him to take off like he did. I remember they had 
he came to Cincinnati over the summer. And this is a true story. Came to Cincinnati over the summer. And my girlfriend was like, yo, we need to get tickets for this. They only like $28 right now. And I was like, nah, man, they don't ever sell out. We good, we good. We ain't got to get none. We, we can just go get them you know, at the booth, which is what I normally do. Man, them tickets shot up to $150. I ain't never seen the tickets shoot up like that. And I was a fool for not getting them, man. So did not expect Future to get to to what he is, man. And shit, man, I'm, I'm a fan. Man. Future, keep doing what you're doing. I fuck with Lil Uzi. I fuck with Lil Uzi. Man, he, he might not be the rapper. But he 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 he's landing in that lane that Wayne was trying to get what he was going with that rock star shit. You know when when he came out, but I can't remember the name of that song was when Wayne went with that rock star lane. He tried to come out with that Rebirth album. That's the lane that Uzi's in. Uzi just happened to capture that shit that Wayne was trying to get at. So you know we can't hate that man. Everybody just gotta respect the lane, man. It's just. I get it that he's going more into the rocker style, and I can respect that. That he ain't he ain't shooting for the lyrics. He's going more into the rock style. But you got the mumble style. You got him going into that rocker lane. You got the conscious rap coming back. Then you got Westside Gun, Conway, Benny. I love those dudes. GFSX, GFXR. I can listen to those dudes all day, every day. But you know, I'm loving seeing what hip hop is doing right now. So anybody, man, if y'all got something that y'all want to say, if it's something that I missed out on, if y'all just want to, you know, debate, get at me. Come on.